Welcome to C9 Self-Care Podcast. My name is C9. I'm a certified self-care coach, entrepreneur, and 9 5 My mission is to teach you how to increase your self-awareness. I created C9 Self-Care for people who are prioritizing their self-care while balancing life. Join me as I discuss self-care tips and address self-awareness questions. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to C9 Self-Care Podcast. I am your host, C9, and Happy New Year's Eve. 2024 is like vastly approaching. It's knocking on the door, and I just want to know, are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? I'm ready. I think I've been preparing all December for 2024, like I'm like, okay, I got this going on, this going on. Here's some action plans for X, Y, Z. Like I'm, I'm trying to get ahead of it. All right. So yeah. What are y'all plans for New Year's Eve? Do y'all have like any family traditions or just traditions with you and your boo or just traditions by yourself? Like what are some of y'all's traditions? Y'all can hit me up online from TikTok and Instagram. Let me know. My tradition I just came to realize that I don't have any type of traditions for New Year's Eve. Um, usually, I'm spending it with family. Uh, this year, it, I will be with loved ones, but um, usually I'm in Atlanta. Yeah, usually I'm in Atlanta. If I'm here, then I'm pretty sure I'm I'm surrounded by love, but I don't think I have like a, you know how people have like true Christmas traditions? true new year's eve tradition like you got to do this by this time blah 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 blah. i don't have that um so i look forward to kind of create something like that this year and the years to come so this year i'll be watching movies at home chilling eating some good food stuff that i've seen on tiktok um probably do like some champagne, just trying to stay up throughout the night, have some music going, maybe some some games and stuff. So it's going to be a really good time. I'm excited for tonight. All right, now let's get into important facts about mental health. So this comes from LancasterGeneralHealth.org. It says social media apps and websites have the same kind of effect on the brain as playing a slot machine. Since you don't know the content you'll see until you open the app, the spontaneous results actually cause a feeling of reward by releasing dopamine, the same chemical linked to other pleasurable activities such as sex and food. Oh my gosh, that's a real addiction, right? More trouble can arise when the place too much emphasis on the interactions you receive or don't on content you share. For instance, if you post a picture hoping to receive likes or comments and don't get the feedback you desire, you may feel disappointed and invalidated. You know what? I actually seen this in college before where this girl posted a picture of her and her boyfriend and she didn't get a lot of likes. And already it was like 79 likes, but I guess she didn't like that and she literally deleted it and reposted. I was like, man, that's crazy. Like that type of validation. It also says you may also experience disappointment when comparing your posts to those of other people. 
All this can cause low self-esteem, distraction from other tasks, and even feeling of anxiety or depression. It also says fear of missing out or FOMO is another reason scrolling through social media is so enticing. When your friends and classmates are using social media, you may worry about missing a message, inside joke, or other information that connects you to your peers. However, constant checking and scrolling can have a detrimental effect on schoolwork and studying. The distraction can lead to procrastination, less retention of information, and higher levels of stress. You may also experience feelings of exclusion, loneliness, or anxiety when you see posts of others enjoying a good time. Having a whole digital world at your fingertips can put a damper on getting out and having real social connections and in-person interactions. Take opportunities to see friends in person rather than chatting behind a screen whenever possible. You can also read this for yourself at LancasterGeneralHealth.org. Today's self-care tip is, because it's New Year's and I know a lot of us do like a bunch of New Year's resolution, we're going to do this in 2024, we're going to do that, and we have like this long list of stuff, or we create these these super big vision boards and don't accomplish nothing on it, okay? So I encourage everyone, including myself, to do something a little different. So choose two to five categories that could be finance, that can be your health, fitness, um, family, relationship, love life, whatever category you want to name it. And within those categories, write down one to three goals or two to five goals within that specific category. Let's try to remove uh, having a bunch of stuff on our list and then not doing anything about it. You know what I mean? So how about we do something a little different, have smaller goals and smaller sections, and not only just writing that down, but having an action plan behind each goal that you're trying to accomplish for 2024. 2023, I learned a lot about myself I and I've grown so much. I was doing things that I never thought I would do. I've accomplished like a few certifications. Um, I, but at the same time, there was a lot of things that I didn't, um, if I'm just completely transparent, I dropped the ball on my business, my candle business with this podcast. I definitely took a backseat and I'm not going to lie. I, I'm glad I did because it gave me a, a different perspective and it gave me some time to like think and and to reprogram like, okay, what is it that you're truly wanting to do? Because I can't keep stopping and starting, stopping and starting when I can just pause and really think about all of the things that you want to do, what you want to accomplish, right? So unlike last year at the beginning of 2023, I wasn't that hopeful, but this year I am definitely hopeful. Why? Because in December, I want to say late November, December, I sat down and I created action items for my categories and has started on it. And so because I already know what I need to do, 
I'm more likely to achieve those because it's not just, oh, I just put a goal there. I'm going to get to it when I get to it. No, I have these small action items that I need to complete in order to, you know, get to that goal and get to the next level that I'm I'm trying to get to. So the self-care tip for New Year's Eve is choosing your categories within those categories have smaller goals in there that's obtainable. So you can get that momentum going saying, yes, I can do it. Because once you accomplish one thing, even if it's the smallest thing, that will definitely help you wanting to achieve more. Today's topic is a series called Clean It Up. And we're going to start cleaning it up with our social media. So for me, this started, I want to say about two, three years ago, where I stopped wanting notifications from social media. And I think it had everything to do with me starting my candle business. Um, I was giving anxiety when I post something. I'd be like, dang, I didn't get a whole lot of likes on this one. I didn't get a whole lot of engagement on this one. And I put a lot of effort and time into doing it. And then I started to compare myself. So I was like, you know what? Let's turn all of these notifications off. So I think that's where it really started for me to just remove notifications from my phone. The only notifications that I get are like text messages and stuff. But social media stuff, I don't want no parts of it. I want to be able to get on there when I want to and when I'm ready to get off of it. I get off of it. I don't want to feel obligated to have to answer people or be obligated to send memes or be obligated to respond back to a meme that somebody's saying. You know what I mean? Like I I want to be able to control my social media. I honestly think we get so caught up in what other people are doing that we don't even live in the moment. And I hate that for my generation, for all generations, because everybody does it. Um, or have done it at a certain time. Like you can be at a restaurant with somebody and you probably haven't seen this person in I don't know how long, but you choose to be on your phone. I've learned over the years to be present. Like a lot of y'all who has been following me and following my story, like once I graduated college, um, I moved to Birmingham and I didn't have any family or friends there. So I had to learn to be by myself and I had to learn to go to these spaces with just me. And that didn't require me to be on my phone. I was able to people watch and do stuff. So once I started to bring other people into my life around that, um, I I just remember, you know, just putting my phone away. Like whoever I'm there with, I try my best to be present in the moment. I've also learned this practice from one of my close friends. I remember her coming into town and, you know, when she got to my apartment, we greeted each other. It was great. And she was on the phone, but then um, she wrapped up her phone call and literally turned her phone off and put it in her bag. I was like, so you just, you just not going to have your phone out? Like what what's happening? And I will never forget that moment. And it's been years, but I would never forget that moment. Like it was like, wow, she's really here, present, 
and and willing to be in the moment with me like you know what that feels like it's not even about like oh what if there's an emergency or what if there's this and what if there you know what I mean it was just like I am here with her right now we haven't seen each other in a minute so let's catch up and that was one of the most or the best interactions I've had with her and I love her so much for that for for just doing that because that taught me to um you know, to be more present with the people that I love and the people that I choose to allow in my space and to allow to have my time because, and it goes both ways. It is a, an honor. It is a pleasure to be in somebody's presence. And I think we take that for granted. I think by decreasing the time that you're on social media can alleviate the anxiety, the loneliness, depression, the comparison, the jealousy, the cyberbullying, the trolling, either you doing it or being trolled. There are definitely so many other things you can do without being on social media. You can do like small gatherings. You can go work out, go for a walk, you can spend some face-to-face time with your friends and family versus just, you know, call and see how they're doing. And you can also detox your social media. And let me tell you how. If you are feeling envy of somebody that you follow or you're having trouble sleeping or you always feeling the need to check your social media too often or you find yourself doom scrolling is what I've uh, what I've learned and doom scrolling means endlessly looking at negative news or social media feeds um, or if you having time with time management or you're not being present in your day-to-day life or there's trouble at work or school or you're neglecting your body dealing with mood swings or strain on your relationship then it's definitely time to detox the social media so the first thing i will say is go through your followers no the people that you're following go through your following and see who are you following and then ask yourself why are you following them if they don't serve some type of positive influence or some type of positivity in your life it's time to unfollow them my second thing would be Ask yourself, what are you posting? Now, go through your posts, all of your posts, and figure out like the common theme of of what you're posting. And I'm not saying like you're trying to run your personal page like a business, but I think you should. You should probably watch what you're putting because if you don't want anybody in your business and you know you get into these mind frames where you know you're going through a hard time with in your relationship or you know, you're having trouble dealing with family or whatever, whatever. We tend to those posts that reflect how we're feeling in that moment. And so we start reposting it, reposting it, reposting it. Now people know what you're going through. Now there are a lot of funny stuff out there. I will admit there's some funny stuff out there that it probably won't pertain to you. Um, but you probably know somebody that's going through or whatever. And you tend to repost it and it has nothing to do with you. 
I get that. But I'm I'm strictly talking to when you are actually going through something and you start reposting those those sad uh you know words of affirmation sometimes or what is it called? Just these sad posts about whatever the case you're whatever you're going through it tends to resonate with you and you start posting it. And then now you're upset because people are in your business, but it's like you put it out there. If you're going through something, I would say that would be the time to step away from social media. Um, I have an iPhone, so I know iPhone, iPhone does it, but you can schedule some downtime. I do have do not disturb come on my phone automatically. Um, sometimes And I need to go back and and look at it because I can have it like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, come on on this time. And then the Tuesday, Thursday, it'll come on on this time. And on the weekend, it'll come on a different time. So um, I definitely need to revamp that part, but schedule some downtime. You can even place downtime on, on that specific app. So it'll make, it'll lock it. So where after a certain time, you can't even get the notifications from those social media accounts or you can't even get to it until after that um do not disturb let up so yeah that goes into my second point set time limits on the app gradually reduce social media usage so instead of waking up early in the morning and the first thing you do is grab your phone just to get on social media let let's reduce that let's not do that let's get started with our day first by getting up, getting in the shower or, you know, getting whatever your morning routine is, create a morning routine and then look at your phone or social media later. Thing that would help is finding other stuff to do outside of social media. That definitely will (laughs) put your phone down a little bit or start to remove social media apps. You know, I was reading or listening to the Atomic Habits by James Clear. And one of the analogies he put on there was, if a person likes to play video games and it it becomes like this addiction, well, if you unplug it and you remove it from the space that you normally would play it in, you're less likely to play the video game now because it's not readily available for you. The things that I want to implement is always being mindful of like what I'm replacing social media with and schedule scheduling social media time. I do want to get to a point where I'm on social media for maybe like 30 minutes to an hour a day. And that's it. Um, I know for me, when I get these notifications about like my screen time, It'd be high. And I'd be like, what was I doing? And a good chunk of that is social media. I'm like, I cannot believe that I've been on social media for X amount of hours in this one day. And then be mad that I didn't accomplish the things that I said I wanted to accomplish. So to wrap up our social media detox, just become more self-aware of the relationship with social media reevaluate and unfollow, schedule social media time, be mindful of the replacements. You can also, and this is, this is one that I didn't say um, earlier, but detox with a friend. It could be like, oh, let's not be on social media all weekend. You know, it, it, I think 
I find it much easier to do stuff with friends or have an accountability partner. Um, you could also remove social media apps, making sure that you are engaging in offline activities and gradually reduce your social media usage. Don't forget to schedule some downtime. Break the cycle by setting a digital curfew. Please set time limits on apps. Most smartphones do have the built-in feature that allow you to limit the amount of time you spend on a specific app. So... A self-awareness question is, so for this week, because a lot of people, including myself, are it's doing a lot of reflection, I'm not going to be answering questions, but I am going to give you some questions to ask yourself, and this could be a great journal entry point for you guys. So the first one is, what are three of the most cherished personal values? I'll read it again. What are three of my most cherished personal values. Second one is what is my purpose in life? And if you don't know what it is, then what do you believe your purpose in life is? Three, did I make time for myself this week? I hope these questions get your mind going so that you can get to understand you a little bit more so that you can increase your self-awareness. Please connect with me on social media at C9 Self-Care on Instagram and TikTok. That's C9 Self-Care. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will definitely see you in the new year. <laughs>